Hello. Hello. Industry. Industry. Hello and welcome back to Industry Tactics. My name is Friendly Rich and this is a podcast interviewing many outsider artists in the Toronto uh, music scene, Canadian music scene. Hope you enjoy this conversation I had uh, over the summertime with DJ and turntablist Cheldon Patterson, a.k.a. Slow Pitch Sound. I've known Cheldon for many years, and it was great to sit under a tree with him uh, in much warmer days and discuss his career and how he goes about uh, just navigating it. He's an awesome, awesome musician, and um, I really hope you enjoy this conversation. Thank you to Sheldon for, uh, for opening up his heart and mind to us on this episode of Industry Tactics. Enjoy, my friends. Too, if the mic is too hot, I'll uh, I'll just fucking. Where's the best place to sit? Sit here. I'll best I'll get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll I'll get us set up slowly but surely here. Actually, probably quickly. Uh. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get you in. I'm actually. I just hit record, man. I was like, there he is. Fuck Bam. it. I don't even know if it's recording. Maybe I should check that, eh? Yeah. I've, I've, it, says, it says we're a minute in, so yeah, exactly, man. Out here. Yeah, no shit, eh? It's like <laughs> fucking August out here in like September. Like, it's like the sun is like four feet away right now. So the only thing I'm gonna do here, Cheldon, is if it's too hot, I'll just like oh. pantomime because we're, you know. Oh yeah, okay. But look at this, we got slow like pitch. Lower. You know, hey. you're, you're turtle power, right? Yeah, you're turtle, turtle power. Oh no, that's the secret. What, what are you? You just gave away my secret. Shit. I did that for a reason, man. What? About okay, we'll talk Turtle about it. Turtle power on Facebook? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? No, it's just, you know. Just Tell me. Changing up the name, right? Industry tactics. A bunch of different aliases. Oh, shit, man. Okay. I like the aliases. Now, check out what we're doing here on Industry Tactics. What's happening? We're gonna, I'm going to take a photo of us. Get that done, man, because I don't, li- I don't like to fuck this up either. <laughs> look at us under a tree. Oh, goddamn. You look good, man. Not me, me not so much. Ready? Yeah. One take, man. Oh, Son of a nice. bitch. All right, we're here. Industry tactics. You sound great. I it's don't good. Get... It's coming in nice. Yeah, you sound clean, right. man. Perfect. This is a good. You got a good spot here. Yeah, I found us. You know what? It's all in honor of you because I've been watching you, and you seem to like a good spot under a tree. So you inspired oh, yeah. me. I'm dirtying my arse. I've been I've been soaking up trees this summer. Why? Why? Ah, that's what? good, man. Just stay. You know, keep keep rooted. Yeah. No pun intended. Yes. 
and it just to to the environment and stuff like that you know so and it's just nice to escape and you know clear the head to walking in the taking <clears throat> walks and trails and wherever you, know? you having a nice summer it's going great I'm, I'm riding again it's been a long time i pulled the bike out it's been yeah. uh you know it's been sitting with covered by plastic for like at least three years and i finally pulled it out this summer and i just non-stop riding did you ride here no <laughs> wow whatever it's fine man okay good it's way too hot for that man. oh shit yeah two steps and i'm sweating like crazy oh right? it's awesome it's but awesome it's, i love it i love it i you know it's not even a complaint when i say that it's not even a complaint yeah it's just describing what the climate is here on planet earth so we're here with Cheldon Patterson. He's a he's a wizard. How long have we known each other, man? Wow. I remember when I met years. you. Yeah, you were you were spinning at Sneaky D's. Uh, we were opening for Of Montreal. Listen, is that right? You know what? Yeah. You guys, you guys were definitely like right there at the beginning of the slow pitch sound movement, man. About yeah. everything I've been doing, it's kind of like that wavelength show was the sort of. Oh yeah, that was wavelength. Nucleus. I forgot that. Yeah. It's like the nucleus. That was where the explosion happened. And okay. I remember seeing you because I think I, I saw you guys play somewhere else, and I was yeah. like, oh. Uh, and then uh, there was an email. Uh, at that time, it was a there was a, a site called Still Post or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good, and, good. And uh, Wavelength was looking for DJs. Okay. And I was like, all right, perfect opportunity to do my own shit. You know? Could yeah. I say just. Yeah. Swear it away. That? Yeah. Um, just a perfect opportunity to do that. And like just to be experimental, you know, um, yeah. and have fun because before that I was DJing at bars and clubs. I was doing like hip hop instrumentals, you know, it was very like mixed and stuff like that. Okay. But uh, on the side, I would like doing like storytelling, you know, storytelling yeah. with yeah. with turntables. So Shit. doing some beats, doing some weird noises, doing some animal sounds. And anyways, I saw you guys before, and in that opportunity, I was like, this is the perfect, you know, chance to go in and do this crazy set. And it ended up working out because from that, the Brampton Indie Arts Festival. Right, man. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's back up. So yeah. so those of you who don't know, Cheldon, where you're going to dive deep here, we're going to do about an hour with you, okay? okay? Uh, so just get get yourself uh, like accustomed here. Sit nicely. we got ants crawling all over us. It's going to be good. <laughs> Uh, we're sitting here in a park under a tree, and Cheldon is a master DJ. And one, like, I, you know, I used to take you for granted because, listen, I've not done a lot of work with DJs. So coming in and just collaborating with you immediately because you're up for collaboration, yes. I'm just going to say, for me, you actually defined what a DJ is. But then the more I dive into it and the more I get to know other DJs, I realize, and it's no offense against any of the other DJs I know, but you are a super special uh, experimental and you kind of you approach it in it with a totally different eye and ear and 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 perspective and do you want to maybe talk a bit about what makes you different as a DJ or do you see yourself as different as, as a DJ is that a better question maybe yeah it's a weird thing it's like right now I don't even see myself as a DJ wow wow it's even more better a, it's more of a storyteller okay now. and that's just my tool you know to tell the story okay because when I started off I did the tr I, I just went into the tradition of DJing you know just uh, letting people hear new songs mixing blending yeah. you know party rocking like these kind of things yeah but um, just you know after a while you know you just want to do more myself I just want to kind of get better and better and try different things discover new things but I just realized that it's just a tool you know it's just it's just a tool the turntable and there's so much you can do with it because mm -hmm. for one there is there's millions and millions of records out there. So the sound sources for me are almost endless. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, and then the fact that you can manipulate sound 
you know and when you start thinking outside the realm of just beats and parties then it just becomes a tool to just play with sound wow sound collaging you know who who inspires you along the way like what what's been some real inspiration for you the real inspirations for me i would say are like a kid koala fucking a um which i've had the the absolute pleasure of performing with a couple times yeah same what a cool dude yes very cool guy that's how you that's how you define creativity man right there yes he he definitely was a a, a nice spark in terms of you know what you you can do something totally different than being a traditional dj yeah you know and what is a traditional okay what is a traditional dj versus what what you're chasing for me and and traditional yeah it's like for different people it's different things but for me because i came up uh you know, in, into hip hop. Hip hop was my first sort of introduction into um, just participating in music. Yeah. You know, so for me, um, that that tradition, and in that tradition, it is about you know rocking a party. There's scratching involved. You know, it's playing beats that you know no one's heard before. Yeah. It's kind of introducing uh, music to people, and and that kind of has a certain there's a certain place for that. You know for me anyways and I just wanted to go outside the box and explore and see how far I can take the tools I'm using and my ideas and just go beyond clubs beyond bars you know where have um, you gone where else have you gone I've been like what are some weird places you've you've brought your 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 craft into a, in a barn in Sweden fuck yeah okay rocking out all night <laughs> god damn just like amazing music uh, doing a set and just everyone going uh, absolutely ape in there <laughs> like <laughs> and um it was at a like an artist retreat in, wow um, wow see if i can remember a uh, retreat place where is the name of the place um i can't remember off the top right now but okay. that was a fun uh, experience Sounds i've been awesome. in theaters uh, i've done stuff at the tiff bell light box like wow. silent silent film i saw um, that yeah yeah stuff yeah, where yeah. I'm doing soundtrack um work like that um and just any, you know anywhere that sound can basically get to, and if, as we know, like that's pretty much anywhere. You're super. You're we're cut <laughs> from the same cloth on that end, man. I, I yeah. love it. And you know what, man? So maybe we're gonna take a little bit of time. What 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 is the artist name you go by now? Because you got me mm. thoroughly uh, eyes crossed. What are we okay. going by here? <laughs> it used to be inside of mine when you were doing the duo thing, yeah. right? Like when we used to collaborate more. But now, yes. what what do you go by now? It's it's so right turtle. now. I go by that's my. <laughs> Yeah, that's one of my aliases, is the Turtle a. Power. We're but, here with Turtle um, Power in the park. But it's Slopage Sound is slopage what I sound. do okay. right now. So if and, you look, where where do you look to, to find Slopage Sound right now? Yeah, where Facebook? You, you can find me all over the, the all web. Over the Just web. pretty okay. much it's Slopage Sound, uh, at Slopage Sound. And you you know I have an Instagram, a Twitter, cool. Facebook, all the stuff that every artist right now is like... Using. Know, using. Um, Sheldon, before we move on, let's play The Family Tree. We had the honor of, of collaborating in the studio on a track together, and I want to do more of that with you down the line, man. You, it's always a pleasure to work with you, but that was something special. We, we, I wrote a story and narrated it, and you and what was your, your partner's and Eric, name? Eric, and Eric, Tone. Yeah, man. Yes. Is he still making music? Oh, he's still he's, he's doing good. He's good. Doing, making music. Uh, okay. Myself and him, we, uh, we uh, teach, you know. Yeah, right, the right, art right, of, right. Uh, music production. Okay. DJ and stuff. So Inside of Mind isn't a thing, but you guys are still very much We're still very much awesome. active. That's what stuff, I want to hear. Okay. Know? Yeah. Let's, let's play that track. It's eight minutes long, so brace yourselves, and we're going to come back and talk about that collaboration. and uh, more of your exciting projects. Here it comes now, The Family Tree. The Family Tree. 
My grandpa Joe lived in a small Italian town named Pico. Like Joe Verdi was to music, my grandpa Joe was renowned for the horticultural art of tree grafting. Tree grafting is when you successfully attach a branch from one tree onto another. For my grandpa, it began as a hobby. When he was 12 years old, he grafted a lemon onto the ancient olive tree in the front yard. That tree would soon become his colorful masterpiece. Each year, he would graft a new fruit branch onto the family tree. Soon the drab green olives were sprouting beside branches of juicy lemons, oranges, grapes, and figs. Grandpa was fascinated by the idea of attaching one form of life onto another and watching them grow together in harmony. The neighbors all loved the wonderful sights and smells of our growing tree. They would often come by to pick fresh fruit from Grandpa's tree. My Grandpa Joe would not stop evolving his grafting talent. By the time he was 30 years old, he became obsessed with grafting different life forms to the tree. He began experimenting with Rico, the family dog. In 1914, Rico was successfully grafted to the tree, and my grandfather was one of the proudest men in Pico. He would walk the streets, smoking his pipe, telling all of the neighbors to visit his tree, as they would surely be surprised. The wonderful sights and smells of the tree were now accompanied by the sounds of our yappy old dog. Nobody could believe that my Grandpa Joe had changed the laws of modern science. What will you graft next, Giuseppe? asked his proud wife, Santina. Grandpa had not thought about it too much as he joked, Sandy, perhaps I will graft you to the tree. Shortly after, my grandfather had successfully grafted his own wife to the masterpiece. By the end of that year, the town priest, the entire Pico soccer team, an octopus, our symphony orchestra, and a fire truck were all grafted to the old olive tree. It looked as if a magical garden from outer space had landed on our front lawn. When the entire tree was buzzing and hollering, it sounded as though all of New York City had been grafted to it. Soon after this, the concerned mayor of Pico paid a visit to my grandfather and said, Well, Joe, I admire your work, but I am told that your tree is beginning to disturb some of the neighbors with all of the noisy tourists beginning to visit Pico. I'm sorry, but we will have to chop down the tree if this continues. Within an hour of his warning, the mayor had been grafted to the tree. My grandpa always used to say, politicians should never control culture. For months, my grandpa scratched his balding head, wondering which of his neighbors had complained. Was it Percy Crescenzo, the lonely old man who stayed at home, 
ironing his shirts all day? Was it Flavio Rosa, the Pico real estate agent, who so desperately wanted to sell our famous property? Or was it Signor Stronzo, the town chef, who was probably jealous of our tree's fresh produce? Somebody had it in for my grandpa, as he wrote a letter to his wife, who had grown so high into the tree that he could barely see her anymore. Dear Sandy, life is good down here on the ground. My work has never been more fulfilling than now. I miss you very much, and I'm planning to visit you very soon for a picnic in the sky. Your loving husband, Joe. Just then, he sealed the letter and gave it to his pet monkey, Pepe, to personally deliver to his wife, high in the branches of his famous tree. One morning in August 1921, the grafted roosters woke up the entire tree as usual. Soon after, my grandpa woke up too and smoked his pipe like any other morning. Except that fateful morning, there was a foreign sound emanating from the tree. It was the horrible roar of a chainsaw. My grandpa rushed outside to find a tree removal company hacking at his tree. The main stump was half cut by the time my grandpa could try and stop them. Big Foam Tree Removal Inc. had sent their largest bulldozer to kill our family tree. Flavio Rosa, the evil real estate man was standing nearby with a grin on his face. You can't do this, my grandfather screamed. He ran to the giant saw and tried to stop their cutting. At that point, the entire tree was screaming in fear. On the contrary, Joe, you can't do this anymore, said the sleazy real estate man. People of Pico deserve better than to be chained to the prison of your noisy tree. And we have sold your property to Big Foam Industries. You have until tomorrow to find a new home. I'm sorry, Joe. I did warn you of this, said the mayor from high up in the tree. And with that, the chainsaw had cut through the entire tree and all that was left was the famous fall of my grandfather's legacy. Like no sound ever heard before, it crushed my grandpa's old house and everything inside. Our entire family history had been erased with one big thump. My grandpa was kneeling in the dust beside the butchered stump with tears running down his face and his pet monkey, Pepe, curled up in his lap. After the fall of our tree, there was a silence in Pico that had not been heard in years. And what broke the silence was my beautiful grandmother's voice. Oh, Joe, it's so good to see you again, she said. And like a true gentleman, My grandpa forgot about his woes and gave her a loving hug. Oh, Sandy, my dear, I missed you so much, he said, as his tears of sadness turned to joy. And the sun was shining down on my grandpa's dead tree as he and my grandma walked happily off their property 
never to return again. We left with only a trace from their old life in Italy. A seed from my grandfather's famous tree. And this story of our wonderful past. The end. All right, what a weird uh, collaboration that was. Do you remember it? I remember, I don't even know where we were. <laughs> it was a basement Eric, studio Eric in Brampton. So yeah. yeah, yeah, man. It was like I wake up and there we are in a basement studio. It was pretty awesome though, awesome It was, space. BWC um, Studios in Brampton, a legendary space. Yeah, that was fun. That was a fun experience, man. We, we really enjoyed that and it was like sort of taking another challenge, another a step for us. You, you, know? do, you do that though in what you do. Like mm-hmm. I see you working with, um, you know, it's really inspiring. You work with Kyle Brenders, you work yes. with He's Jermaine awesome. Liu, you work with, I, I, I was just before I came here, mm-hmm. I heard that you were working with a, a, a noise artist mm-hmm. named, is it Aubrey uh, Jack, Crystal Jacks, yes. what's her name? Uh, Bridget Bardon. Bridget Bardon. And can you talk and about that Crystal project? Jacks. You're she's, fucked. She's, she is awesome. Yeah, she sounds amazing. <laughs> she's really great. That was a really good experience. It was a good chance to just make some noise, you know? Like, I just like to make some noise sometimes. Okay. And um, and in other times, I, I still make noise, but yeah. I just kind of like tuck it in little pockets. But this was just a chance to go all out, and um, wow. we had a great time. It was uh, for a great cause as well, too. So, oh, yeah? What was the cause? Yeah, it was um, uh, support against nonviolence, uh, um, against violence for women. Okay. Right, 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 right. So she I'm took, not, she, yeah, she took, I, ter- I heard that she took YouTube footage uh, of women who had been abused, and she took that audio footage and then ran it through noise filters and then started body checking all of the males in the audience. <laughs> That's fucked. That's awesome. Where did you hear that? Uh, my friend Jason Dole was just telling me about it, who, who highly oh, regards man. your work. That's awesome. And, and, you know, so, like, I'm really thrilled about, about what you're doing. What are you working on these days? What's got you exciting, excited and, excited. and exciting? Yeah, there's there's a lot of things coming up, uh, a lot of projects. But um, these days, I'm scoring for dance pieces. Um, okay. Um, I'm working on projects that include dancing. In a rec- right, right now, I'm working with a dancer named Libido. Oh yes, and yes. And he's he's amazing. In my opinion, <laughs> he's like he's the best, dopest dancer in the city. So wow, wow. And he's what is that just, like? Is that you and, yeah. you and him? You and him? Yeah. So me and him, and it fits perfect. And just the way we kind of came together is pretty kind of an amazing story, really. Wow. Because over the years, we kind of just were parallel from okay. each other. Okay. Okay. Um, but both inspired by the same thing. Okay. So he was dancing to scratch music, you know, some yeah. of the early scratch music. Yeah. To the scratches and not okay. so much the beat, you know. Wow. So he was wow. into that early, and myself, I was very much influenced by scratching scratch music i started off scratching before anything like before i even learned how to do a beat match a mix anything i was scratching first um where do you where do you come from where, where did you grow up so i'm i grew up in like oakwood oakwood vaughan area okay for those from toronto that's, yeah that's like uptown yeah toronto and um, musical growing up like the whole musical growing up I, it's been it started kind of late for me because before that I was very much into the sports and just running around playing and thing. It wasn't music didn't really enter until later later on. Later on, like uh, like, like, like what? In, in like high school. Okay. You know, younger yeah. it was just fine. All play. You know. Fine. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Play. I don't think we should question these paths. Like, 
you've stuck to it and you are now like master collaborator like like whether it be with his name is libido yeah libido um we're working on just throwing the quick plug we're working on a project called rabbit hole okay that's we're just building in this crazy what is um, it is that the film project you're filming them it's a mix of dance visual projections and live like music with what i do Wow. Turntables. Wow. And just a nice dance between all of those those things. Yeah. You know? so yeah. It's not like an overload of everything at the same time. Yeah. It's nicely everything kind of moves in and out of each other. So this is a project we're working on now. It's kind of ongoing sort of workshop thing. Um, uh, you asked earlier about yeah. like kind of what else is going on. I'm doing this. Uh, I've kind of moved away from the albums where it's just track by track. Yeah. And I'm doing just more long pieces and releasing those. Okay. As like big themed sort of movements you know how long a piece this one is about 20 minutes 20 minutes i did one last year called uh wonderlanded and it was sort of inspired by the one alice in wonderland but i twisted it up oh sick and i called it wonderlanded and that was about 14 minutes long this one is about 20 and um, there's gonna be some special guests on it yeah folks yeah folks will know from the city you know from the scene okay and um that's kind of what i'm in the studio just kind of patching away at right now as as much as I can get in the studio, because what studio been, are you, uh, what studios out. are you working at, Sheldon? Just my, just you know, yours, just my studio. Yeah. And and uh, who like you? How long have you been doing this professionally? Like how how long would you say? Is it has it been like that? Like that of Montreal show was at least 15, was it fifteen ten years ago at least? I don't hmm. know. I, I lose track, man. I mean, professionally, probably for about like maybe twelve. Twelve years. Maybe twelve, I would say. Wow. Yeah. And, and you're just, fostering these relationships, eh? Like, yeah, you're big on that. I see it. I see it. <laughs> well, it's important. It's just, I don't know. It's just, you know, just, just respect. You know, it's just respect. It's just focus on your art. Do the best you can at it. And and when in, anyone who shows support of that, and you just yeah. keep on moving. You know, yeah. you show you, show respect and show support back, and you know, check things out and go to you know friends' shows and you know, and just try to keep the wheel spinning that way i think that's important especially to build a community you you're know? goddamn right man yeah. you're goddamn right you get it you get it um what was i gonna ask you so this uh wonderlanded yeah. could we play a segment to for the kids at home oh yeah for sure that's uh that's a great idea you'll email it to me after here it comes now the wonderland did by cheldon patterson slow pitch sound S- sounds <laughs> sounds sound Slow pitch sound.
afternoon, ladies and gentlemen.
Wow, man. What a, what a piece. What a piece. Yes. It was a big project. It's one of these ones where I wanted to take my, how the process of making music to an, another level, go a little bit even deeper. Okay. Um, so giving it time, you know, I think of my pieces like making a, a movie, really. Um, and I'm always, inspired, I'm always inspired at the end of the movie when I see the, the, the scores of people that are going by, like, for makeup, you know, it's like a yeah. hundred people yeah. for this. So that kind of, that inspires me to put that little extra time into my work to give it that extra, you know, yeah. somebody sawing away down, down the way. Well, I guess it adds to the, uh, to the ambience. We're here <laughs> in the park and if you look right in front of us, if you're watching in virtual reality, we got yeah. some, uh. We got a puppy some folks, yeah, we got a puppy running around. We got some folks just enjoying the the humid vibes here, yeah. and uh, it's good, man. It, yeah, it's good. Nice. There's nowhere else I'd rather be right now, man. Yeah, this is excellent. This is it's good to dig in with you. Good breeze too. Yeah, man. Nice breeze. Nice breeze. So, um, so you've been to Europe with your music. Yes. Where Where else have you been, and and how um, has that treated you? I went to Australia and did a wow small tour of Australia. It was Mel- Melbourne, um, Sydney, uh, Adelaide, and um, Brisbane. Went to. Wow. And uh, that was fun. It was, it was a great experience, well-received, you know, something different. It's always, and, and yeah. I know it is, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like most artists, <laughs> we check the websites, uh-huh. you know, we search, we look, we dig, uh-huh. you know, and we just see who else is out there like us, you know what I mean? So yeah. either that we can collaborate with, connect with, or just to know what's happening, you know? Uh, see what, what you're doing and see how you can, like, go further. But anyways, yeah. being out there was like this. It was like the feedback was definitely like, I haven't seen this stuff before, you know? Like, I get. I guess that you, do you get that kind of reaction? You don't really yeah. get a passive. Like, I remember when I first heard you, I I had to find you. Like, it, it, it was one of those things. It wasn't like a oh, there's a guy playing background music. It's like, no, there's an artist performing on his instrument, rocking it, and doing a very unique thing. Like, mm-hmm. And I want to I wanna know who that is. Mm-hmm. That's how I reacted first listen. Yeah, it's, I think it's just because of... Um, that's why I like telling like, others, is, like, others coming up and trying to do their thing in, in electronic music or whatever. It's just take whatever it is you're doing and just do it great. Do it amazing. Fuck yeah. Do, do it the best. And you're always going to be a step ahead of somebody who's just going to start out, you know, like today, you know, you, you start out last week, you're already up because you put more time into it, you know, you put more energy. So if you take that thing you love and you just focus more and just add, add, put time, time, then you're yeah. going to be just on another level with that tool. And it's going to always amaze because, you know, it's just a simple kind of thing where whatever, I guess, others can't do they're going to be amazed by it you know Mm. it's just like whoa that's pretty amazing like seeing something different and it's kind of what drives me it's just like just be different just be amazing be Mm. different and it just goes beyond age beyond Mm. color beyond anything anyone who sees it will just be like wow yeah that's something else that's really well put man you um you're, we're going to say goodbye to the folks at home uh, on the, in VR land. But if you guys want to listen in... Oh, they got up over there. You're going to see a little bit of butt crack if we, if we, if we <laughs> stick it out here. But uh, if you want to learn more, we're going we're gonna to go a little deeper now with some serious tactics with Sheldon. Mm-hmm. Listen into the actual podcast at Industry Tactics. Oh, yeah. Goodbye on the VR land. Goodbye. Now, Sheldon. Yes. Um, the... the the one thing that, that struck me there that you were saying was time. Mm-hmm. How has what you do changed over the last 12 years? Like, I'm sure you've burned 
maybe the odd bridge, let's say. Maybe not, man. Mm-hmm. I, I hope not. But, but how has your perspective kind of changed in terms of what you do and the way you approach it? The way you really seek opportunity. So I'm interested in the way you've kind of um, has that changed over the years. Whew, wow. I guess. Hmm. I mean, it has, the more you, you put in, the more you get out, definitely you start building relationships, and, and that helps. Over the years, it just kind of expands the reach a bit further. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just being able to adapt a bit, you know, like uh, to whatever the event is, like, or, or make what I do um, flexible. Yeah. So whether it's just, you know, finding records that go with a certain theme or coming up with themes that fit into different types of shows you know okay um and it just helps to keep it, it you know now and over time it just helps to keep me active because they're quite different the events even so, though i'm in the same city which could hurt other you know people right because if you're just, if you're doing the exact same thing yeah and it's, it's yeah it becomes tough you know people you know yeah. it's a numbers type of game it turns into right so so you're, you're changing your mindset so when you go into a gig like Bridget Bardon yeah. versus jamming with a band with Kyle Brenders yeah. what's the mindset is it totally different yeah it changes everything is totally different I treat every performance with a little bit different you know mm-hmm. and then I have my own things that are kind of packaged but still are in development like the rabbit hole project where I will go, I will present that, which is my, you know, yeah. my piece building. Yeah. But if I'm doing like that one with Bridget Bardon, it's like, it was a, a noise event. Yeah. So I prepared myself for that, yeah. you know, and yeah, 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 went yeah. into character and did all the stuff like to be that, you know. So, okay, okay. And, and wow. it, because it's a collaboration, it's also a different beast on its own too. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Collaborate with someone. So there's those kind of things. Um, mm-hmm. The other day I was with Jermaine Liu and... Yeah. And that again it's this is another it's not slope it sound alone it's like slope it sound you know collaborating with someone so yeah. all these kind of things collaborating changing up the repertoire you know making it fit the type of event it's definitely helped to keep things going now would you say you're a, an above average collaborator <laughs> that's it's a that's a weird one but i weird i think one, you yeah. are but are you a good I mean, collaborator I enjoy, I enjoy it i enjoy it i hope everyone else who collaborates with me enjoys it too yeah but um, I, what I does always it take? get something out of it. It's fun. Yeah. It's like I get a, it's a friendship. New friendships come out of it, um, and just learning new things. You Isn't know? it great? The idea Sharing that information. You know, a ten-year relationship versus like, oh, I've never worked with this person mm-hmm. before. How the fuck is this gonna go? Isn't that great? Like the the both of those. Yeah. You know. It's it is. It's just it's a great feeling. You know, and it's I don't know. I always walk out with something like. It's an experience, and I always get something good out of it because uh, it's just great energy. Who are some of those musicians in your life that you've had those long-term relationships with? Um, ooh, gonna have to think about that one there. Like uh, Brandon Valdeva. Really? Yeah, he's yeah, and since wavelength uh, Shit. times too. <laughs> he's a good man. Yeah, it just, Brandon I've Valdivia. just been on kinds of shows with him. Like we okay. played together. Wow. I've gone to shows. We've been on the same bills. Like he's. He's one of those guys that's been there around a Nick story. Oh, yeah, seen, yeah. You know, just it's nice to see everyone kind of adapting new things to their set and stuff, too, seeing the growth, as, as I'm sure they see, like, with me, too. Where did you meet these guys? Um, These are doing, like, you know... Wavelength? Just, like, from Wavelength, from Ambient Ping. Okay. You know, they've been around for quite a while. So, ladies and gentlemen, things. kids, if you're listening at home, the thing with Cheldon is... 
great collaborations and artist relationships and the way you forge them over time, it just fucking doesn't happen overnight and it doesn't happen by accident, right? No, no, no. It's just, it starts from somewhere, but it has to, it, it, it develops, you know, it develops yeah. the more you kind of get to hang with, see these, you know, these artists yourself. You know, I didn't even like over the years, you know, we've done mm -hmm. numerous things here and there. You mm -hmm. know, I've played in the festival when mm -hmm. you were doing the festivals, yeah. you know. Yeah. Back uh, when festivals were festivals. Back when they were festivals. Yeah. And not, I, I call them now eye exams. Oh my God, yeah. The poster where you'll have metric, the, you know, the 30 point font, and then you go, <laughs> you go down from there, right? And it's tiny, tiny. Hey, man, yeah. um, uh, you know, I, what, what let's, let's talk about, let's get into some of the darker sides of music, okay. the industry tactics. There's Good. a couple of dark dogs in this, in this park, in fact, just <laughs> leashless, no leash. What, what would you say are, um, some of the kind of, without dwelling on it, maybe like one of, one of your, uh, worst gigs, maybe? Worst gigs? Oh, boy. What's a real shit gig that you learned a fucking shit ton from? Oh, man. Yeah, just... This one is just... Okay, first just, one that comes to mind. I'll just lay it out. It was... We yeah. did something for Warp Tour. Okay, shit. And... <laughs> we'll start there. <laughs> and, you know, we went in. It's all positive. We're good vibes. We're, like, smiling, having a great time. Who's we? Uh, me and Eric. Okay. And we did... Um, we did our set. And I think the time was kind of moving. Like, it was going a little bit late. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, good. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you're clean. And we, um, so we went a little bit over the time, but there was a stage manager, and no one yeah. told us where we were at. It was their so, their job, not yours. Yeah, so we went a little yeah. over time. Okay. And the person that organized and booked us uh -huh. came back just yelled, like going off on us, like it was just it turned into just a bad situation, hmm. and we were just kind of shocked at just how it was handled. Mm -hmm. It was just weird, like it was it was the first time we got like this weird, like whoa, that was like weird what did we do right there like, for trying to put on a good show and yeah maybe going yeah. five minutes over yeah it was it was really like it was like about <laughs> five even. yeah something like that and it was just like whoa geez okay like we didn't we didn't know the one before us was on longer than they were supposed to be you know right so pretty much our site got cut short right and it was just this thing it was just not not being communicated to us you come across uh here's what i was getting i was talking to some friends earlier about something similar you come across a lot of nervous nellies over the years eh? Yeah. people who are really i mean look the the the, the people that were stressed and anxious about the situation that you brought by by going five minutes over i've run a festival i know that kind of stress yeah i know it's kind of shitty to to, to be that dictated by a clock but yeah but you can have there's ways yeah, to handle yeah, it yeah 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 there's ways to do it 100 percent. you know just you know put the signal up the hand or something yep. but it was it was just beyond it was just like whoa is this really happening it almost felt like a dream because everything was so nice before yeah but it just felt like, what is going on? Was that here in Toronto? Or that was, uh, it was up by like the airport. They have okay. a big air yeah. center, up yeah. there, international center or whatever. Wow, that sounds like a big gig. It was a big gig. It was huge. And we did it twice with them. We did the one up in Barrie. Wow. And this was the second, which was also surprising too, because it was the second one. So I was like, I thought we had a bit of a relationship. You know? So you like, got called wow. back. You got called back. Yeah. Okay. And then the second time is when it kind of just blew up. I was like, whoa didn't think it would just go like this for just like a five minute like i don't know it's just weird weird and then there's gigs where it's like i don't know you learn over the years it's a, it's definitely a tough to do it on your own it's, yeah it's it's tough it's scary yeah. sometimes i get nervous of like what to say like uh -huh. you know like when in terms of pricing and things you learn over the years yeah yeah um bit by bit you're gonna lose some in, in fact you're gonna lose lots <laughs> you're gonna lose start a there. lot yeah yeah you start are. at that so yep. if you can't get over that hump mm -hmm. give up mm -hmm. don't 
get into music, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. especially as an independent artist. But you have to just go over those things to learn and then to, you know, kind of get better at handling, like getting paid or, you know, just making, getting guarantees and trying to figure, you know, just to move forward and just be better. So you don't have these situations where you do a gig and you're like screwed or something or yeah. like just weird things that happen over the years. But you learn from it. And I don't know. I think I just really try to, when those things happen, not get super pissed about it but just Mm -hmm. try to figure out and it could be the virgo thing in me Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. just try to figure out you know what 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 kind of happened there what kind of went wrong and and still not i don't like burning bridges you know yeah yeah i see that it's tough like if unless it's an absolute blow up that just like i don't know which is rare yeah 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 yeah. i just really try to just still keep it like all right that's that's cool you know not burn the bridges i'm not gonna go screaming names or something like that because you just never know you know time time goes Mm mm-hmm and other opportunities and things happen, you know. And and w- w- converse to that, what what is um, one of your most memorable experiences making live music or or in this like collaboratively in the studio, whatever it might be, uh, just making music. Making music. Oh, visiting the Ninja Tune Studios in like London was pretty amazing. Uh huh. Because it was one of these things where you have something in your head, imagination of what this big label is gonna be, and you go there and it's, you see like it's a nice humble, you know like the humble beginnings kind of thing and and uh-huh. they put out such beautiful music you know so i was like yeah and being able to perform in the studio and oh yeah things. yeah earlier on so these are like big right on and then just yeah, just being able to travel getting around like yep going around europe going to australia like when would i've ever gone to australia it's super far and isn't it beautiful it i mean travel in itself is beautiful but traveling with music and evolving yeah. in music along the way is a That's beautiful great. it's a privilege isn't it yeah it's it's really awesome so much yeah. opportunity so i'm i feel you know i'm thankful and i definitely always try to remind myself of anytime i feel that little boil mm-hmm. that little boiling of like you know getting jealous or envious or something like this yeah it's just like nope 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 don't, yeah. go, don't go there think about where you've come from what you've you know we're going through and yeah. what's still left you know yeah you're a really I, special artist and i so I, and i guess we all get that right is the um this new reality of of the online business of looking at others careers and going hmm yeah what the fuck are they doing right i mean yeah, yeah certainly but don't, you don't but let that bullshit just I do more to, work exactly i just i just that's <laughs> like that's when at that point as soon as i feel yeah. that little thing i close the computer and i go onto the decks nice I go onto my program i start listen to that tactic starting right. to do things starting to get better I, I have a notebook i carry around everywhere with me and it just i just jot notes every time jot notes what to be better at what to be better and man and being to, happy for for those others for for having those opportunities yeah. that it's a hard fucking thing to do and not be like oh shit why yeah. why are they getting all the gigs but no man yeah there's it, enough cycles, shit out there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. cycles and there's enough stuff out there i love that attitude i, I will say though it's hard Ooh. and i'll just like bring it bring to it, it bring it all out right now but do it as a black performer yes it is hard i will say and and not just as a, just a performer, yeah. but as someone doing something pretty abstract. Let's talk about it. Eyes, Let's try to... Tough, it's been tough. Okay. That In, in that. I, under, I understand, and, 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 and I imagine, and, and you alluded to it earlier, and I, I want to go there with you, man. I want to I talk yeah. about it, because it's important. When you said, I, I want to transcend age, I want to transcend genre, and I want to transcend race, that yeah. was really, like, that. that's that struck me and can you elaborate on that a little bit and i imagine well, it's been it's been difficult right in that 
experimental music world. It is, and it's just it's just the way it is, and the the grid has been set up, you know, by whatever industry and stuff from the past, where I guess certain. Um, uh, you know, um, cultures or whatever, yeah. Yeah. they they just get kind of put into a, this track of like, this is the music that they listen to, this is the music that they listen to, and this yeah. is what, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like over the years, this is just my opinion, okay? I'm not speaking on Please other, share it. But it's just, I feel like, um, you know, if you're black, you're going to be listening to hip-hop, mm-hmm. uh, you know, reggae, R&B. Mm-hmm. Like, it seems like this is sort of what's only yeah. being shown basically yeah. or yeah. projected yeah. outwards yeah um where there is there's artists doing amazing things different things they're Fucking out a. there they're out there you know what i mean but yeah. in terms of exposure it's it's really hard because right. right you know i'm thankful of playing in in awesome spaces and places you know um music galleries doing a great job you know they're opening it out and trying to do a lot yeah. of outreach to get more but yeah. it's like I, I a lot of the shows i play uh-huh is predominantly i'll say white predominantly yeah audience okay isn't that interesting it is an interesting thing you know but then it's also because of what's being exposed and what's not you know right so you're saying sharing what you do something different yes in 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 genre and an approach yes is primarily white audiences how do you how it's do you weird, how, so how do you change that it's a weird thing I, how do i change it i don't know you know it's yeah. something i've been like really, really thinking about you have a big piece a of lot. what you do is education and i know why yeah. i know why yeah yeah that's part of the answer yeah, i think yeah. right so it's, it's part of it it's definitely outreach it's outreach it's reaching yeah. out to people but i think it's just i don't know it's, it's part of it's kind of the way the city's made up it's like where mm-hmm. everyone lives and located, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to get more ethnicity and culture and stuff. It seems here in Toronto, it is more of like a, where I was raised, like a Eglinton. Uh, yeah. You know, you go Jane Street. Yeah. You know, north. Yeah. Kind of thing. And I don't think these, these, the reach, you know, the reach of people getting exposed to stuff like this out there is kind of what I would love to do more of yeah and get that out there because yeah. i'd like to see yeah more people that are like me and it's interesting shows, you know yeah. just, just the show it's not just about you know there's other music happening there's other things happening it's fascinating um, man because you're using a tool deeper. it does go deeper it goes you're deeper and i don't want to yeah it's like go go th- it, do it dig it, it just i don't know sometimes i see it, the negative i see to that is yeah. when it comes to booking because i do a lot of my own i'm searching and looking for places to book right i the trend of kind of what gets booked it mm-hmm. ends up fitting into a almost like a stereotype i was just gonna that say that sense. i was just gonna say it because so, yeah i'll see the, yeah, yeah. the most interesting festivals i'll see yes. the most interesting festivals and then, yes. then i see who they you know book as like the you know the artist of color sure you know, or whatever sure and it's just it fits into a yeah. stereotype. Yeah, we gotta break down that kind. Of, well, you do. You are and, breaking and down not, that kind of thought process, right? Yeah, and it's you know whatever. Everyone's yeah. you know artists, and you're doing hard and working yeah. with it. But it's just there's a system that's out there that's bigger. That for me and others, as very experimental, uh-huh. you know, very left of the field artists, that it's even harder for us to get to that. You know, uh, I gotta say. To not just our audience, but just to let other people know mm-hmm. that there is more than just, you know, the style. Like, for instance, we're not just going to do hip-hop. Right. Like, that's not... <laughs> this has been a thing, right? It's like, yeah. we're yeah. not just going to do hip-hop. Or right. We're not just going to sing 
soul music. Yeah. You know, like the the thing a lot of time that happens is if, if you're female and you're, you yeah. know, yeah. color, then Here it's we like go. you're a Here singer. We go. Right, you're right, a soul right, singer. right. It's that kind of idea, you know. Especially and it's not using... just that. So I think by exposing more of the other things in the festival where those are supposed to be going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's important, you know. I think you using using the instrument that you're using too, uh, to a lot of extent could be it's a, that's a challenge people look at that and yeah. go oh what's yeah. my what's my association oh yeah, yeah. oh shit a, he's wor- he's making noise music motherfucker okay but, but yeah 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 yeah, yeah. It's, but it, you know and that's the thing it's just when you it's just being programmed like we see these things we see them we're used to them it's the media it's the this it's the that you see a turntable you see me you think a hip-hop dj yeah Right away, right. it happens a lot. You and it's know? like, no, I'm breaking that and right no, down. I break yeah. that rule, and that's yeah, been yeah. fun. I actually that enjoy that. Where it's like, okay, when I start, ooh, get ready for your mind to get. Blown, yeah, you know, this ain't no like, hip hop birthday party here. Totally <laughs> throws off, which is awesome. Let's you know? play like something it. that's totally off kilter in terms of what you do. Let's play a a, a track. Well, you want to set something up? Yeah, I'll set something up. Um, there's a something that really encapsulates this conversation <laughs> the ultimate fuck you to 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 you I, know i did an austria remix that's up there that yeah people seem to really like um the beast it's like a track of theirs called the beast and i just totally mashed it up and did some crazy noise piece with with it here um, it comes now yeah Check it out. what's it called it's just called the beast uh, all right austria here yeah. it comes Cool, man. Um, thank you for sharing. Uh, th- I'm glad we went there and talked about it because, you know, I, I recently was at a, a conference and someone was presenting on collecting human rights-based data, which, if put in the wrong hands, you will get a Julian Fantino spewing um, horse shit that, you know, young black males are committing all the crimes, oh right? And this is the yeah. danger of com- of collecting human rights based data however i it it really forced me to look in the mirror as a human and and someone that works in the arts to think oh boy am i following patterns Mm -hmm. i think we all have the the we all have the the you know to I, i think responsibility to challenge ourselves and keep looking at at i think what you you were calling earlier like like models and just wow am i just falling into this Mm -hmm. or am i trying to challenge it and and constantly evolve and hopefully add a bit of a better uh approach to it or or change perspectives or help people Mm -hmm. um thrive Mm -hmm. in in areas i i don't know like that really got me thinking you know Mm -hmm. and you know part of it sheldon is and and i'm guilty of this too i think many of us are it's just not being afraid Mm -hmm. to have a fucking heart-to-heart conversation about shit like this, so I'm, yeah. I really thank you for 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 bringing it up and just going there, you know. Yeah, I kind of went off there, man. Oh, no, 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 no. It's much good. More. Like it's it, it's, it's a pretty sensitive, healthy. One. It's a sensitive one for me. Like it's just because. Yeah, sure. You know. Yeah, well, I want to applaud I you. I want to applaud you for breaking it. down those barriers and no. and working in the music that you work in mm. and 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 doing what you do. I think it's it's absolutely brilliant. It's unique to this city, and I was a spoiled brat. Because you were really one of the first DJs I ever got to work with, but you, you you're, you're no DJ, man. You're, you're no. like, I, how do I've you, what, what do you say? What I've do you say? Transcended DJ. Yeah, I I'm think just so. Definitely just doing something else, like sound collagist. Okay. I've been using, uh, you know, lately it's my, uh, uh, 
it's like listening to a Salvador Dali painting. Whoa, shit. That's what I do. Sheldon Patterson, <laughs> we love you. Thank you for being on the podcast. Thanks so much for this, man. It's been awesome. So great to be outside and doing this, too. So, And, yo, man, respect. Much respect. Keep doing this. Keep doing heartfelt it. conversation. Um, industry At Industry Tactics. And check out Slow Pitch Sound online to learn more about this fantastic artist in our city and country. Like a Salvador Dali painting, indeed. I want to thank Cheldon for uh, for having the courage to sit with me and, and have that conversation. It was a very important conversation. Love your work. Uh, we're going to go out on um, on a track called The Beast here by Slow Pitch Sound. And um, tune in next time to, to Industry Tactics. Thank you so much for listening. And, and tweet us. Do tweet us. At Industry Tactics. Want to learn what you think of the podcast. Thanks for supporting. Bye for now.